Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Hope you're well. Now, um, you may have a very intelligent dog or a cat, but what are your thoughts on farm animals, in particular like chickens and pigs and things like that? Because a story has come out about um, a group of people who wanted to test a pig's ability at playing video games. Why? We don't know, but we wanted to find out. So we decided we'd get on to someone who has been studying animal behaviours, especially farm animals, over the last number of years and we're delighted to welcome the Assistant Professor of Veterinary Medicine from Utrecht University, Rebecca Nordquist. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Rebecca, thanks for coming on. As Cormac said, why pigs? Uh, well, why pigs? There are um, why uh, study pigs and to look at their uh, learning abilities and looking at look at them playing video games. I mean, I realise that sounds completely silly, but it's important on all kinds of levels for us to know how smart uh, our farm animals are. And in this case, they turned out to be actually a lot more smart than people give them credit for. So the pigs, uh, this was a study done in the United States at Purdue University. They had uh, given pigs a relatively simple computer game. I mean, they weren't playing Mario Kart or anything. Hmm. They were uh, taking a joystick and making a dot move towards either one side or another of a screen. It's actually a lot more complicated than it sounds because the pig needs to be able to figure out it's doing something with a joystick and that's causing something to move on a screen. So that's at a completely different place and uh, that that's going to end up getting them a reward. They were able to figure that out pretty well and did actually pretty well going through a bunch of levels on this. Now, that they did eventually. They didn't do as well as um, the primates, the monkeys that were that were originally made that the task was originally made for. So there does come an end to how smart pigs are. <laughs> but it's important for us to know how smart they are because that means that we can uh, understand the animals better and we can be better animal stewards for them. So we can make farms uh, uh, better for them and we can uh, understand what they need while we're housing them on a farm. It's also um, part of their intrinsic value, so part of the uh, value that they have as animals, they just separate from uh, what we give them value as, like the, yeah. the monetary value or whatever. It's important. I'm uh, on the game. What was the reward that they got? It was I think it was just food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, thinking it was sweets. Uh, they usually, they, they, we and our, uh, we, we also do tasks in like Utrecht uh, testing cognition in pigs. And we use uh, M&Ms. They love <laughs> M&Ms. <laughs> and uh, chocolate-covered raisins. They do a lot for chocolate-covered raisins. And actually, although every once in a while you get one that just won't like chocolate, um, we had one that preferred broccoli to chocolate. 
Um, just on that note, you know, obviously we play video games for pleasure. We enjoy playing it. I, I'm assuming pigs don't get that same hit that we get when we're, you know, they're not, they're doing it for a reward as opposed to enjoying it. Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's hard to test whether they're actually uh, enjoying it, but there is uh, a whole, they actually do enjoy doing tasks. So the, there's a whole concept in, in animal behavior called contra freeloading, which means that if you give an animal the choice between being able to get as much food as it can without doing anything for it or having to work for food, they'll choose to work for it just because they don't, uh, they, they would rather be doing a task and rather be doing something than being bored. So they do actually enjoy doing these kinds of tasks. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. Like, maybe stupidly enough, like, I've always thought, and maybe it's a, a stereotype for a pig, but a pigs would be kind of dumb or, and, and lower end of, you know, the in- intelligence. It's always used as an insult as well, you know, you stupid pig, and you're, it's always dumb and negative and that they've no brains and surely could throw them onto a farm, they're covered in dirt, they're, there's nothing else going on there. But you've obviously been studying pigs for years, um, and how complex are they? They are very complex. I mean, they, they could they could rival any dog. You know, we clicker train them to come uh, when we call them. Task like this, you don't want to be, you, you have to make sure the pig wants to come because there's just no way you're going to get a pig to move that doesn't want to go. So just like people sometimes clicker train their dogs, we, we clicker train them to get them to move along to get to the place where they can do this learning task. And they'll, they'll do all kinds of relatively complicated learning tasks. In general, uh, smart and sociable animals. And how does their attention span then differ to, say, a dog? I'm going to guess that that is pretty similar. We've done some tasks with delays in them, where uh, so they have to uh, do something and then you know, wait a little while before you give them a reward, and you you make that longer and longer. So the time between when they get when they have to do something and when they get the reward is longer and longer. And generally, they'll they'll do worse the longer that it's going to get. And that's true for any animal species, but dogs are uh, and or pigs will do pretty well on that task. They'll do considerably better than um, rodents or other smaller animals. So, yeah. Um, what, what would you say is the main thing that people might get wrong about pigs or the wrong misconception that people have that, you know, maybe you're trying to change? I think maybe the, the uh, most important part is that the, they are smart and sociable animals. Um, so uh, they definitely get to know the people who work with them and they get, get to know the people that uh, uh, they, they are very excited when people come uh, that they like. Um, they are uh, uh, easy to get along with when you deal with them in a, in a friendly manner. And they are intelligent, so they can solve all kinds of difficult tasks and much more than we give them credit for. And what's next then on the, uh, the study spectrum when it comes to pigs? What else do you want to do? Um, well, I spend a lot of time looking at early life. So I'd like to uh, look at how they develop. So when, when do piglets start to uh, uh, show these more complex tasks and more complex uh, learning behaviors and um, what kinds of things that, that can go wrong in early life affect that? Um, there are a lot of things in the, on a farm that can go wrong with a very young piglet. It can be a very dangerous place to be. And, you know, what can we do to to help that? And what can we do to recognize early things? So uh, more, more looking at earlier life. Cool. And just quickly again, you mentioned like pigs being social animals. I would never have thought there's... Do they have friends and like groups they hang around with or... Yeah, yeah, they do. 
they uh, they they tend to. There was a whole group of studies uh, that was done at a university here close by on um, how much social support they get from other animals. So uh, if if something scary is going on, will they go and uh, stand near other animals, or will they be better able to do a task that they think is a little bit scary when another animal that they know is closer by? And they are. They uh, they they do very much interact with other animals and uh, and form bonds. Yes. Just on that note, uh, a few years ago, I remember a girl in my class in school ended up getting a micro pig as a pet. Like, is, is that a good idea? Like to, to kind of get a pet pig instead of a pet dog? Well, I think one of the main issues there would be that they um, do like to socialize with other pigs. And I'm not sure that people would be a correct substitute for that. So, um, I mean, it, which is actually sometimes an issue that you have with dogs as well, uh, that people are not home enough and not interacting with them enough. But I think dogs are more domesticated in that sense and more um, are, uh, sort of focused on people. And if you only have one pig, it, it might get lonely. <laughs> And uh, aside from that, I think that they could, I think they could do reasonably well. I mean, um, I don't know if I would want to pick inside the house, but <laughs> I think I would probably get into some arguments here with the other people in the house if I tried to bring a pig in. But uh, I, in terms of sociability, I think they could be fine. I think the, the interacting with people could be fine. But whether the pig, if there's just one, I think you would need to have more. Right. So you're, you're going to have to, yeah, you're going to, so you're going to have to get multiple pigs uh, in, instead of just the one and so she'll be going around on a lead with seven piglets walking them around but god again um, i didn't realize there was so much um so much complexity around uh, pigs and they can now we you know play video games and who knows where that is going to uh, lead us but listen uh, assistant professor uh, from the veterinary medicine uh, center over in utrecht university uh, rebecca nordquist thanks a million for giving up your time and if there is ever any other similar interesting groundbreaking pig research please get in touch and thanks for coming on the show thanks it was a pleasure to talk to you guys Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.